This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Goes by the pseudonym Bo Snurdly. It's time for the soul of excellence. He is a radio host at 77 WABC here in New York. The Rush Hour is on the air. Rush, Rush. Now here's Bo Snurdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Welcome indeed, your Wednesday afternoon rush hour here on WABC Talk Radio 77. I am Boston Lee. If you'd like to be part of this afternoon's program, 800-848-WABC is the number to call, 800-848-9222. There is a lot to discuss, so let's get right to it. Uh, Chuck Schumer says he, oh, how gracious of him. Mr. Gracious Chuck Schumer says he'll work with Republicans if they shake off the MAGA wing of the GOP. Those who are willing to become anti-Trumpers, I'll work with them. He's speaking after 12 Republicans signed on to this uh, vote that helped pass the quote-unquote Respect for Marriage Act, which is a disrespect for religious expression in the United States of America. I hope that yesterday's vote is a signal that both parties can keep working together on difficult issues in the next Congress. If our Republican Congress can shake off the MAGA wing of their party that is holding Republicans down, we can get a lot done. Chuck, you don't decide who Republicans support and who they don't. We don't really care who you like and who you don't like. Now, you may have these 12 little rhinos that you can count on to pass some things. We can't do, apparently, anything about that yet. But the rest of us... Number one, don't want to work with you. You know, today was the day in a show of unity, says the New York Times. In a show of unity, House Democrats elect Hakeem Jeffries, the minority leader, a new trio, the mod squad, I call them, including Representatives Catherine Clark of Massachusetts, is the number two gal right now in the the Democrat Party, and Pete Aguilar of California is the number three. They're going to take the reins in January. Out goes Pelosi. Out goes Timmy Hoyer. Claiborne. Well, he's a special assistant. He remains special assistant. But anyway, this is a so-called unified vote. The mood is jovial on Wednesday inside the Ornate Committee hearing room across from the Capitol where Democrats met to elect their new leaders. We want Petey Pie, lawmakers chanted as they nominated Mr. Aguilar. They chanted out some biggie small stuff while they're there, blah, 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 blah. There, Ted Lieu, who is an infamous demagogue in the Democrat Party, says it shows the Democrats are in array, the Republicans are in disarray. Representative Ilhan Omar, Minnesota, says she's excited Excited to have a leader who actually does represent the diversity of our caucus. That's a little slam at Nancy Pelosi. 
That's also a little slam at James Clyburn because he's been in leadership. Aguilar, news conference, says while Kevin McCarthy is auctioning off real estate and square footage for every vote he can, we're united together. And he's referring to, I guess, the deals that are being made to try to ensure that the five Republican holdouts on Kevin McCarthy flip and actually end up voting for him. There was another article I read today from somewhere just describing all the scenarios that would happen if McCarthy doesn't make it on his first round. And, of course, you know, you know, Byron Donalds was on yesterday. I love Byron. But Byron says, hey, look, it's, it's going to be Kevin, blah, blah, blah. And you know what? I am not. Never mind. House Democrats prepare for unfamiliar territory, new leaders in a minority. Unfamiliar? They've been in the minority before. What's so unfamiliar about that? That's in the Amazon Prime Washington Post today. The decision by Pelosi and Steny Hoyer to step aside paved the way for the caucus to unite around a younger, more diverse trio of leaders. More diverse. Here we go again. More diverse. Well, for sure, the Republicans are not going to have anything, quote-unquote, diverse as far as Democrats show or put faces forward. As long as they check the color box, it doesn't matter, the substance. Just check the boxes on the diversity. And there are, there are quotes in some of these stories, jubilant, orgasmic, that the Democrats have a new team. And they say that they're going to fight hard with Republicans. In contrast to the GOP's goal of cutting spending to tackle inflation, Democrats want to amplify. They're pushed to reintroduce the child tax credit. In other words, they want to spend even more by striving to work in a bipartisan manner and rejecting extreme proposals that Republicans may not be able to pass on their own, Democrats think they can win back the House in 2024. Mm-hmm. And there are some Democrats openly saying, we're not going to work with Republicans that we think are... Why, why do Republicans always, like these 12 in the Senate, always have to go out and prove that they're the good guys by working with Democrats? Democrats never ever sit down and say, hey, Republicans, we want to work with you. You hear Chuck Schumer. Well, if you get rid of your MAGA types, in other words, you rhinos, we'll work with you. But those Republicans, the ones that really believe in Republicans, screw you. We don't want to work with you. But yet Republicans just like these 12 line up to be buddy-buddy with Democrats. Another one in the Hill, historic vote, blah, blah, blah. In historic vote, Democrats picked Jeffries to replace Pelosi. Ms. Clark, Catherine Clark's going to replace Denny Hoyer. Peter Aguilar, California, serves as the Democrat caucus whip, I guess. No, Clark is the whip. Aguilar is going to be the chair of the House Democrat caucus. So... It's time, Scott, to start lining up Uncle Uncle Lenny. 
So Hakeem, Hakeem got the tap? Hakeem got the tap. Okay. He's it now. It's time to start lining up Uncle Lenny. All right. We'll get to work. Thank you. We're going to be playing over the next few years Uncle Lenny. And we're going to be asking Hakeem Jeffries about his Uncle Lenny and whether he agrees with Uncle Lenny. You know, if you have been following the news, you see all this stuff over this guy, Nick Fuentes. I don't I don't even know what this guy says. All I know is he's some supposed white nationalist, and he's persona non grata all over the world. And, and frankly, I could dig into it, but I don't care enough to dig into Nick Fuentes' path because there are so many other real important things here. And now it's whether Kanye and he set up trying. Who cares? Who cares? It was an unfortunate dinner, apparently. Kanye shows up with this guy. Trump doesn't know, and then the whole thing blows up, and it's still days and days and days. Meanwhile, and, and, and everybody's whirled over it. Every Republican, like clockwork, I condemn this. Mitch McConnell, the Republican Party has no place for white supremacists. Well, there are pictures of Obama with Louis Farrakhan that have been circulating out there for years. There's pictures of almost every single Democrat leader, including Clinton, Obama, you name it, hanging out with Louis Farrakhan, hanging out with other known race hustlers and racists and anti-Semites in the Democrat Party. And you never, ever, ever see the same kind of coverage. Today, the House of Representatives voted they're going to bind railroad companies and workers to a September agreement brokered by the Biden administration. This bill now goes to the Senate. It's supposedly going to stop a rail worker stoppage that could happen as soon as the 9th of December. The railways are too important around Christmas time. So I have a question for you, union workers. Your guys are supposed to be the parties of unions, big labor, blah, blah, blah. These are union guys. And yet Congress steps in even before and says, oh, no, oh, no, 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 no. You guys can't strike. You, you better go along with whatever we dictate. How's that for freedom, union members? You guys are useful when you're useful, but when you're not useful, you get tossed in the toilet like everybody else. By the way, I'm doing quick takes on these studies, so I, on these news stories, so I can get to as many as possible. Because we have so much news, it's bursting at the seams today, and I want to actually get to a lot of this news. Nearly two dozen New York City state employees are arrested in a crackdown against COVID-19 Relief fraud. Isn't it nice to know that your city can actually go after New York State, New York City employees who said they were in need? These workers stole millions of dollars from the federal government that was set aside for those in need. That's what officials said. So they've been arrested. Hey, Jen, they've been arrested. Good. Here's another story you're not going to find in too many other places. The CDC. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. This is in Just the News today. The CDC knew COVID vaccination associated with myocarditis, but left off the post-vac surveys. In other words, well, let me just read from it. Data released under court order shows that one in three among earliest populations to get vaccinated reported needing medical care, missing school or work, or inability to perform normal daily activities. The CDC still fighting to keep V-safe, free text field data secret. So here's the translation. 
the CDC knew that the vaccinations were causing problems. They kept the information from the American people. That is what is being alleged here. They kept the information secret. Even though they knew from the earliest point when they started vaccinating people that people were, quote, unquote, missing, needing medical care, missing school or work, or inability to perform normal daily activities. In other words, people were knocked down by this vaccination. And they knew it from early points, but they refused the CDC, the the Center for Disease Prevention and all that. They refused to tell the American people what was going on while they were mandating that people take this vaccine. They knew people were getting sick. And this is a long story. Again, I'm just going through some of the headlines and some of the pertinent data. You can find that story at justthenews.com. And if you find it, you may want to spread this story to some of your friends, especially those who run around thinking that everybody that doesn't take a vaccination is some kind of a kook. CDC knew COVID vax associated with myocarditis but left off post-vax surveys. They left it off. They left the information off intentionally. Are there any lawsuits with that? I don't think so yet. I hope they emerge. This is not science. This is the politicizing health information to satisfy their political and financial objectives, and it is immoral. Now, we will see whether it will stand up in court if it ever gets there. James Golden, a.k.a. Snerdl, we've got a lot more news to cover, a lot more things to discuss. Stay with us here, Bo Snerdly's Rush Hour, 800-848-WABC's number to call, 800-848-9222. Coming back right after this. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-whim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. This is The Rush Hour with Bose Nerdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Big day in music here. 1974, Elton John's greatest hits album went to number one. 1979, on this date, Pink Floyd released The Wall. And that album stayed at number one for years, I think. I mean, all I remember is that every time I would look at Billboard back then, it's like Pink Pink Floyd's number one again? Or was that Dark Side of the Moon? 
1982, on this day, MJ released this baby, produced by Quincy. And this set, The World on Fire, the best-selling album of all time. Eight Grammy Awards from this album. Seven of the nine tracks on this album were released as singles. All seven reached the top ten. Album of the Year. Guest artist appearances included Paul McCartney, Eddie Van Halen, Steve Lukather of Toto, Greg Fillingains, amazing keyboard player, James Ingram, Janet, Latoya, and of course on this track, Vincent Price with the famous clothes. And the video made MTV MTV. Where is MTV now? Oh, well. Also on this day, Billy Idol celebrates his birthday. And as we learned before the show, sadly, on this day... Christine McVie of of Fleetwood Mac passed away today. And, of course, we are so sad to hear that. Rest in peace and condolences to her family. Big day in music. Returning back to some other items in the news, Alvin Bragg, our prosecutor, says that pursuing nearly two dozen separate cases against the serial shoplifter would be a waste of time, so ignore This guy is a serial shoplifter. He is an ex-convict, Wilfredo Ocasio. Ocasio. Where have I heard that name before? Ocasio. Anyway. I'm the boss. Oh, Ocasio. Anyway, he remains free despite his November 16th arrest on 23 Separate theft. So what does Alvin Bragg do? Your prosecutor? Ah, come on. We don't want to waste resources getting this guy. We, 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 we have resources. Let the criminals be criminals and let them prey on the people. You voted for him. Those of you liberals, you voted for this guy and he sticks it to New Yorkers every single chance he gets. So now a serial burglar, it, it's not its not Alvin Bragg's property he's stealing. So Alvin Bragg doesn't care. Let him on the streets. Now there's a woman from Howard Beach who is in legal jeopardy right now. Her name is Kathleen Casilio. She's 54 years old. Back when BLM, and it wasn't just black folks, but black, back when the BLM protests were going on and on, they surrounded this woman's car. She sped through. 
she says that they called her a white privileged biatch. And she sped through that crowd. And a few people fell down, hit by her car. She said she panicked when they tried to open up her, her doors. Her daughter was with her. She said she feared for her daughter's life. They keep trying to offer this woman a plea deal to plead guilty. And she's like, no, I didn't do anything wrong. And she's refusing to take the plea deal. Now, since all of this happened, police have been forced to guard her home because of death threats sent to her and her family. She had a court appearance last year, had to be escorted into the building by a security office. Groups of protesters tried to compare her to Kyle Rittenhouse. But this woman is bravely standing up and saying, look, I didn't do anything wrong. And I just ask you to put yourself in her situation. You were surrounded by a wild mob. They try to open your doors. Your daughter is inside the car. If you believe her, if you find her testimony credible, her, this was happened. This didn't happen, by the way, in some remote corner of the city. This happened on 39th Street and 3rd Avenue. Upper Midtown, well, not Upper Midtown, but Midtown Manhattan East Side. They're going for a jury trial. Up to you whether you want to believe her or not, but if you do believe her, what would you do? I ask you. Other news right here in the city, a city college student has been arrested after he threatened to shoot up city college. You know what? What did they they do here? What do you think they did with him? They let him go. He's out with a no-cash bail. He threatens to shoot up the school, and right now students are being warned to remain alert. But what did your brave New York district attorneys, your law enforcement, they let him out of, they let him out, no cash. Oh, you just threatened to shoot up a school, shoot up some students. God, go on. Go find the guy that robs everybody that we let go because we don't want to waste the resources to prosecute him. Meanwhile, while all of that is happening in our very own New York City, there's a You know what your city council is doing? These progressives and liberals on the city council? Why, they've come up with some new legislation. It's called the Fair Chance Housing Act. And you know what that would do? It would allow people that have been convicted, convicted, not alleged, convicted, convicted of murder and other serious crimes to move right into the building of their choice, because you can't, as a landlord, you can't run background checks on them. Isn't that nice? More protection for the criminals. No, no, it's unfair, it's racist, it's horrible if you run background checks on people. So you can't do that. You can't find out whether you're letting a murderer in your building. The murderer, rapist, wants to come in your building? Let them in. This bill is up. Pedophilia, not a problem. 
Murder, arson, rape, not a problem. You can't do background checks. Let the criminals in. This is New York. These are New York liberals. Meanwhile, the left is also pushing back against our brave, fearless Mayor Adams, who wants to travel all the way to the Mideast to find out how the world to run a World Cup game. Well, Mayor Adams said he wants to get some of these mentally ill people off the street, and the left is pushing back hard on that. They're saying that his plan is ripe for, guess what, abuse by the police. The police will be abusive, say the left, if you go ahead and give police the ability to take mentally ill people who aren't a threat to themselves necessarily off the street. And in other news, out in the west left coast of America, the widow of a murdered Los Angeles police officer has filed a $25 million lawsuit against their district attorney, cut him loose, George Gasson. She alleges that the violent gang member who gunned down and killed, murdered her husband and a June firefighter at a motel should have been in jail. But they let him out. And she wants action. She's suing. Good for her. Yes, there is news about the pedophilias, the, 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 pedo, the pedos out there today. This tragic case, a Virginia State trooper posed as a 17-year-old boy online so that he could groom and sexually extort a 15-year-old girl in California, drove all the way out to Riverside. He's been killed. He had a shootout with sheriff's detectives in Riverside, California, after he got out there to take this 15-year-old girl. James Golden, a.k.a. Snurley, coming back. More, and there's always more, right after this. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. This is The Rush Hour with Bo Snurdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Elton John brings us back on WABC, Talk Radio 77. Seriously? Open his his mic. His mic is open. I'm here. I'm here. I'm very disappointed in you and your crew. 
uh, both snarly. They're lighting up the Christmas tree tonight, and you're doing a tribute to that pedophile on a pedestal, Michael Jackson. Curtis. What's next? R. Kelly? Curtis. Yes. We went through musical history, and we told the truth of what happened on this day. And this was the day that Thriller, the greatest sales of any record all time, was released. Now, I must have missed the case where he was convicted of pedophilia. Would you remind me what case that was again? Oh, excuse me. Are you blind? No, no, Curtis, I asked you a specific question. What was the case that he was convicted on? What case was that again? Why did they put Bubbles away? Bubbles what knows everything. That chimp, that chimp so, in Florida who's still alive, he'll, he'll talk about Jesus juice. Oh, the chimp is going to talk and tell us. Exactly. Well, the chimp could probably do a better job than you because you can't identify when he was convicted. And it's a simple question. Oh, my God. You actually think he didn't do these things. I'm asking you, you call the man a pedophile on a pedestal. I'm asking you to back it you know, up with you, factual you, information. You know, next thing Otherwise, you're going to be doing lines of cocaine with Billy Idol on his birthday, right? I've never done cocaine in my life. Curtis. Well, now you will because you're celebrating his and birthday. And now you're going to rag on Billy Idol, too? Yes, absolutely. What, what does he have to say about Pink Floyd? Oh, you're anti-Semitic. Waters, anti-Semitic, uh, Roger Waters. <laughs> what is wrong with you guys? But perhaps Curtis. the greatest concept album of all time, The Wall. Yeah, yeah, that pink uh, that pink pig is flying over you. Right? Drop some acid. Go ahead, Rich Adamali. <laughs> <laughs> only, if you, only if you're with me, Curtis. What is wrong? You guys have lost your minds. Curtis, bow to the king. What, Elvis Presley? No. That other pedophile on the pedestal? <laughs> <laughs> Jerry Lee Lewis. That's right. Great balls of fire. His cousin, pedophile on the pedestal. <laughs> Man, I could just start ticking them off one by one. I'm, I'm, go, a, go I'm ashamed of you, James Who Golden. Else? I'm not ashamed at all. Who else do you have in your Every day you there? talk about people possibly grooming young people, right? Every day. Don't like it. I never support pedophilia. In fact... You, in fact, by the way, I thought I saw, um, what's the name of, what, quick, what's the name of that fashion house in Spain there? <laughs> Balenciaga. Thank you. Hey, Curtis, I understand Balenciaga has an outfit that kind of looks like yours, that red thing going on. No, actually, it was Gucci. <laughs> oh! Gucci pimped off our red berets, put a little tag on it, and charged $400 for it. They, they really, that was who disgrazia. Yeah, they remember Gucci. It's not, they're not Spaniards. Italian. Italian. <laughs> right. Big difference. Big difference. What is what? Curtis. James, get hold of yourself. You have all we're doing is celebrating their music. Decadence What's wrong with you? And debauchery and pedophilia. Their music is not decadent. Oh God! The Thriller album was not decadent. You know, you should impale yourself with your microphone right now, James, and just bleed out. Oh, right that there just sounds like you're trying to groom me. No, thank you, Curtis. No, 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 never, hey, never, please. Impale myself. Even, I have, when, you even, know. even when you were Urkel in high school at Jackson High School, no way. Thank you, Curtis. Goodbye, Curtis. Pedophile on a pedestal. Where does that come up with this stuff? Let's go to the telephones here on WABC Talk Radio 77. 
We'll start in Bayside, Queens. I used to live in Bayside. Loved Bayside. Tom in Bayside, Queens, welcome. You're on James Golden, a.k.a. Snurley's Bus Snurley's West Hour. How are you, Tom? I'm fine. Thank you for listening to my call. Mm-hmm. What's up? Uh, well, I'm, I'm guess I'm a little annoyed with the, uh, the costs that we keep hearing about. Uh, inflation is 7.78%, and that, that's a variable cost. And I'm saying, well, okay, let's worry about that. But that's going to go down when the Republicans get in, hopefully. But the true cost of what feeding, clothing, uh, housing, educating all the millions of illegals is not going to go away. And what don't worry is that about it. number going to come to? No, 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 no. You misunderstand the progressives and the Democrats. Don't worry about it. It's, it's make-believe money. As long as we can get enough of them in here that one day they can become, well, how shall we put it, one day they can influence our politics, don't, why are you worried? The Democrats are doing what they, uh, you, you mean you're worried about our borders, about our national sovereignty, about all the other things associated with unvetted people coming in the country from things like maybe health issues, maybe crime issues, all that kind of stuff? Oh, no, no, you're racist if you think that. No, 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 just don't worry about it. We got everything under control. Only 4 million came in. Only 4 million came in this year. What's the cost to the average American citizen on an, on a, on an annual basis? There you we go again. How much it's, yeah. There you go again you know, we, with that America yeah. first stuff. How dare you put American citizens first? I mean, this is America. Where do you think you are? How dare you ask questions about American citizens and what the impact is for them? You are not caring. You know what you are, actually, Tom, from Bayside? You are a colonizer. That is the question that a colonizer would ask. What about Americans? How dare you? What about American citizens? Who cares what American citizens think? If you're a progressive, because this isn't really your country. You stole it. Did I answer that question like liberals would? Tom, you raise valid points, and you know you raise valid points. And I'm with you every step of the way. James Golden, A.K. Snurley, we're coming back right after this. This is The Rush Hour with Bo Snurley. Rush. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. WABC Talk Radio 77. The Gypsy Kings. We have some sound bites. Now... I don't know we whether we have time to do the Biden lies because this goes back, folks. You remember many of you who are not in the generation uh, X on remember Sam Donaldson from ABC News. Remember the way he used to harangue Richard Nixon. This one starts off when Joe Biden was running for president the first time. 
way, way back when. I want you to listen to your President Biden when he was a younger man, and he was a little bit more coherent than he is today. And just listen to part of this news story that came up. Now, the last part of it was from the McLaughlin Group. You have Eleanor Cliff, Mark Kondracki, and the others that were on the uh, the McLaughlin Group. But this is a package that was put together. So let's go back and revisit Joe Biden, young Joe Biden. Cut one. Biden may have more explaining to do. The new question stemmed from taped remarks of Biden during an April campaign appearance in New Hampshire. I went to law school on a full academic scholarship, the only one in my my class uh, to have a full academic scholarship. Went back to law school and, in fact, ended up in the top half of my class. I was the outstanding student in the political science department at the end of my year. I graduated with three degrees from undergraduate school and 165 credits, only 123 credits. Biden now concedes he did not graduate in the top half of his law school class, that he does not have three degrees from college, and that he was not named outstanding political science student in college. Newsweek says Biden actually went to school on a half scholarship, ended up near the bottom of his class, and won only one degree, not three. Joe Biden ranked 76th in the class of 85 at the University of Syracuse Law School. This is from the McLaughlin Group. This guy comes off this whole thing as a flyweight. Now Biden says Newsweek is right. His memory had failed him. And I'd be delighted to sit down and compare my IQ to yours if you'd like, Frank. Joe Biden was victimized by the truth. Bye-bye, Biden. He may not know it yet, but I think this is going to be very difficult for him to recover. Is Joe Biden dead meat, yes or no? I think so. Bob, it's in terminal condition. Terminal. Eleanor. Yes, unless he comes in third in Iowa. <laughs> Morton. Dying. I say dead. We're- Oops. Joe Biden. <clears throat> dead. That's what <laughs> McLaughlin said. But he lived again, and he's in the White House now. Even back then, the lying was on a daily basis. Oh, my memory slipped. Now, here's something, and then we're going to go to your telephones after this one, but I just did not want to leave this day without you hearing this. This is Libs of TikTok found this one on TikTok. This is why the left hates her, because she finds these people. This is kind of self-explanatory, even though you won't see it. It's self-explanatory. Let's listen into what one of the things Libs of TikTok found. Day 12 of being a girl, and we're going to go buy tampons. Let's go. Where are they even at? What the? I don't know. Which one should I get? Got the Tampax Pearl. Um, I think these are like little dots to see how much you flow, is what somebody said online. I don't know. Let's do an unboxing. Um, It literally has instructions. Okay, this is a tampon. This thing does not go up inside you. Like, where does that go? Oh my God, what the hell? Okay, so it says you push the plunger up and out comes the baby. Kidding. That just hangs out inside you? How does it, how do you get it out? Is that what this thing's for? Oh, oh, it comes open. Oh, oh, do you like, oh, where does the string go? I bought tampons because I've never bought them before. If you need one. That is a, person who says that this is his 12th day of being a girl and so he was out buying sanitary products let us go to morty in central new jersey james golden bostonary on bostonary's rush hour how are you morty in central jersey how you doing yeah he is right 
Oh, yo, yo, is right. How you doing, Bo? <laughs> I'm okay. Um, just, uh, I might be wrong on this, but I think that video you played is the same person that uh, interviewed Biden at the White House. The it it sounds like the it sounds like the same guy to me as well. That was my first thought. Same guy yeah. or same girl? Y- yeah. <laughs> well. Um, anyway, uh, but I I want to make it short. I'm calling for two for two reasons, um, and I want to get your take on them. Uh, First thing I'm calling, I'm calling as a Jew, which uh, I'm a Jew and, you know, I'm 20, I'm 23 years old. And, um, you know, I, I see the way things are going right now with, with Kanye and Guy Fuentes and everything. But I mean, that whole thing with Trump, I think was a setup, but uh, that's another story for another time. But, um, you know, I see this popping up and I look, I've experienced things before I've been spit on as a kid, you know, called a dirty Jew. And anyway, I just, I see it becoming more normalized. Right, anti-Semitism is becoming more normalized, and, and people really don't care. Um, the, the majority of people don't care because they're misinformed. So, uh, and then you have this whole thing where now I'm being called a fake Jew, right? So, and the second thing, um, this is just a, this is just a minor thing from what you mentioned at the beginning of the show. The second thing was um, when you mentioned the uh, um, not being allowed to do background checks. Uh, so everyone's up in arms about the background checks, but when it comes to firearms, they're, you know, oh, it's a must. It's a, it's a must. And like, I generally agree with the background checks on firearms, but you get what I'm saying. Just I do. Just the hypocrisy and the double standard. So anyway, that's that's pretty much it. I wanted to get your take on, on let that. Me just say uh, this about, let, let me just say this. I don't believe that most people are anti-Semitic or not, not normalized. I think that there is a vocal evil in America today. And we see them popping up. You see them in these stories with this fashion house. You see it with these continued stories with people who in, seem to get their rocks off by with, with dealing with children. You see it everywhere. And you see it in the left with the, their media. But I think most people, most Americans, are good, decent people that don't harbor prejudice, that don't harbor hatred, and I think that they are the majority people. I think what we are seeing and what makes it look like we are a country in decline and in a downward spiral, we are seeing a left that doesn't care anymore. There are no boundaries left. There are no guardrails left among these people, and so I think that's what we're seeing, number one, and I would encourage you to stay positive that most people are live and let live. And they don't care about people's skin color. They don't care about people's religious affiliations by way of, 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 of trying to suggest that they hate people. Most people don't want to live their lives engulfed in hate. Most of us. So I would just encourage you to be, now as for these background checks, your point, is extremely well taken. And it was a brilliant point, and you made a very brilliant contrast. And thank you for that. Let us go to Judith in Connecticut. Judith, you're on Bo Snurley's Rush Hour. How are you? Hi, Bo. Uh, Judith. Hi, Judith. Hi. I just wanted to tell you, Gnarls uh, um, Barkley, um, he has a CD out a long time ago saying elsewhere, and he's into nep- 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 n
the necrophilia, the dead people. Ew. He and he and he can't, he collects them and he makes parties over them and whatever, whatnot. Pardon? That's sick. That's sick stuff, Judith. I know. I know. I. 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 I Very I, sick. I, I, I um I like this uh the first song on it about uh crazy. That's why I bought the C D. But um after Wow. That, well I'm thank you for that re- Judith, thank you for that music review. I'll be sure to avoid it like the plague. Roger in Rockland. We have like twenty seconds or something, but I want to get you in. Okay. What's up, Bo? I've talked to you before. Look, first of all, I love you and I love Curtis. I I I helped Curtis in his uh, election campaign, unfortunately, only one one, and that was uh, Vicky Palladino, an amazing woman uh, in Whitestone, Bayside, Flushing, where I went to high school, Holy Cross. Um, th- the biggest point I want to make is I agree with you that we can celebrate the music even if we don't 100% agree with the, you know, the background. But I'll the behaviors. Right yeah. Eat it. Beat it by... Beat it with Eddie Van Halen on, on the guitar was the greatest thing ever. So I'm just saying it. And, uh, and we'll make sure that Curtis hears it. And, you know, Curtis <laughs> Lee, well, poor Curtis. I love Curtis, too, just so you know. Well, folks, that's it for guy. the day. Yeah, he's a great guy. Anyway, he that's it for the day. Guy. Boston Early's Rush Hour, time's up. It goes so quickly. All right, brother. Thank you so much. May God bless and protect each and every one of you and your families. We will be back tomorrow, same time, same station, right here on WABC. Boston Early's Rush Hour. See you then. Bye. This is The Rush Hour with Bose Nerdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network.